You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC 77, formerly Music Radio, and now Appearance Radio, WABC, because this is the show where we talk about you, about your wrinkles, about your fat, about your small breasts, your big breasts, your big nose, your protruding ears. Yes, these are the things that we like to talk about on What's Your Wrinkle. The phone number here at WABC is 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So give us a call if you've got a question about those little wrinkles or the brown spots on your skin, or maybe you heard about that brand-new machine called UltraShape the one that non-invasively destroys your fat. Well, this is the show to ask me questions about UltraShape, about Ulthera. How about that ultrasound for your face? Or maybe it's just the old traditional breast reduction you're interested in. Well, this is the show, and it's uh, 848-WABC. That's 800-848-WABC. We'll be giving away uh, bottles of my nighttime. Nighttime is the uh, one-stop shopping for a skincare program. If you uh, don't have the patience for those six or eight steps, if you ever looked online or are gone to those stores, the uh, the sales ladies like to sell you those six you know, the six-step program. Can you imagine that? You know, I've been a plastic surgeon for 27 years now, a long time. And I can tell you that there aren't many of my patients that are willing to do more than a maybe a three-step program, and that's if they're on camera every day, maybe a two-step program if they're really concerned about their appearance. But the average person can do maybe one thing, and it's it's very similar to a diet. The more the more steps in a diet, the more strenuous the diet, the more restrictive the diet, the less likely you are to stay on it long term. And the same thing with the skincare program. Skincare programs can work, but they need to be simple. And that's why I designed Nighttime. It's got everything you need in a skincare program in one bottle. It's got vitamin C, vitamin A, uh, fruit acids, antioxidants, skin brighteners, the whole business, and you just put it on before you go to sleep, and that is it. If you need sun protection, which most of us do, because uh, I hope you uh, are all in touch with the UV index. Today was about an 8, about an 8 in New York. Tomorrow is going to be about a 9 in New York, and that means you need your sunscreen. Otherwise, you're going to burn. Your skin is going to age prematurely. 
And yes, you'll develop skin cancers from exposure to the sun. So the sunscreen that I like has zinc oxide in it. Not so coincidentally, I have daytime. That is my morning program. And it's an SPF 20. It actually measured 22 in the laboratory, but we labeled it a 20. You want to err on the low side so that you have uh, more of a benefit. So it's an SPF 20. It's got niacin. It's got uh, pantothenic acid. Those are B vitamins that improve the quality of your skin. They make your skin able to withstand toxins better than if you don't use it. So we've got a morning cream. We've got an evening serum, and that's all you need. That's all you need for a skincare program. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. This is the Plastic Surgery Skincare Appearance Dermatology Show. This is the place to ask those questions. Well, there's a a lot to talk about today, and I think I'm going to talk, I'm going to start talking about another, yet another disaster in the Dominican Republic. You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but uh, I got a bunch of emails during the week, and people asked me, you know, what exactly happened to the woman in the Dominican Republic. You know, it's less important what happened in a specific instance, and it's more important to talk about medical tourism. Medical tourism is a phenomenon that's about 10 years old. And what it means is that you take your hard-earned dollars, and instead of having cosmetic surgery in Manhattan or New Jersey or Connecticut or Long Island, you take your dollars to the Caribbean or India or uh, other parts of the world. Why do you do that? Because the surgery may well be less expensive. It probably is. You know, the United States is a, a fairly expensive country, and the New York area is a fairly expensive area. So you take your dollars, and you go down to an area where maybe you understand the language and maybe you don't understand the language, uh, and you trust the doctor. And hopefully things turn out just the way you want them to turn out, but sometimes they don't, and sometimes there are complications, and sometimes there are disasters. Sometimes there is a lack of sterility in the operating room. Sometimes those doctors are using the discarded supplies of American operating rooms. Believe it or not, there's a market. I get emails all the time for my expired products, suture and things like that. There are people that buy it from doctors at 5 or $0.10 cents on the dollar. And where does it go? Yeah, maybe it goes to the veterinary clinics if we're, uh, well, I'm a big dog lover, so I don't even want dogs to get that, that uh, equipment and expired drugs. Uh, but I suppose it's better than humans, but uh, often it goes to other countries, and maybe they reprocess it, which is not allowed in the United States. That means they re-sterilize it, or maybe they don't. Maybe they just use it. How do you possibly know? How can you know? It's hard enough to know in the United States what is good quality and what operating room and what doctor proper techniques it's almost impossible once you leave the United States, and that's why there are so many disasters, one after another. It really is uh, quite amazing that people continue to go to other countries. Uh, and I'm not talking about great uh, medical systems uh, like France or uh, or England or uh, or Sweden, which uh, really do, they all have excellent uh, medical systems. But we're talking about uh, places where you really have to wonder what kind of uh, operation you're going to have and what the sterility is and what drugs are being used by the anesthesiologist and if you're really going to survive the procedure. And even if you do, and I hope you do, 
What happens if you come back to the United States a year, a week or two later and then get a complication? What happens then if you get an infection or a blood clot or something? Do you get on a plane and go back to uh, the Dominican Republic or uh, do you try and find a doctor willing to take care of you in the United States? That's not the easiest thing. It really isn't because uh, if you think about it from the physician standpoint, as a plastic surgeon, there's something called a global fee when we, uh, when we do an operation. It includes a little before care, it includes the operation, and it includes aftercare, and uh, it's, it's kind of hard to separate those. It's a global fee. If uh, you have not been operated on by that surgeon, well, then the surgeon assumes all the liability of your complication, and uh, billing, you know, this is just a fact of life, is, is fairly difficult for a surgeon uh, to figure out what the worth of those post-operative visits are. So it really gets dicey. And uh, and honestly, most plastic surgeons uh, do not take care of problems like this. There's a show on TV now called Botched. It's all about exactly what I'm talking about, uh, medical tourism and, uh, and even uh, bad procedures done in the United States. Well, hopefully you'll have good procedures and you'll prepare for your procedures. And one of the ways to do that is to check out my book. I wrote the uh, the book on cosmetic surgery. It's called Straight Talk about cosmetic surgery, and you can pick it up on Amazon.com. It's got chapters on each of the surgical procedures, the cosmetic surgery that we do in the United States. And it also has a chapter on choosing a surgeon. And one of those things that's very important is finding a surgeon that's board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery and who has privileges to do exactly the procedure you are interested in in a hospital, not just his office or her office, and not even a surgery center, because some surgery centers are profit-oriented. But hospitals have a responsibility to give privileges. That means they allow doctors who are certified to perform surgery, the right type of surgery that you're having. And, uh, and they review the credentials, and they make sure that that doctor is good, or adequate at least. Might not be the greatest, but he meets certain standards, like certification and like... Um, graduating from a, an accredited medical school and uh, proper licensure and things of that nature. So a hospital privileges, that's what's important, not so much in an office. You can have your surgery in an office, but you want to know that your doctor has privileges in a hospital to do exactly that. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number here at WABC is 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We'll be back after these words. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. 
At Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, we understand that when your child needs surgery, it can be a traumatic experience for your entire family. That's why we've unveiled the new Center for Advanced Pediatric Surgery, located within the Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital at RWJ. We've combined the expertise of our pediatric specialists, nurses, and staff with a brand-new family-friendly state-of-the-art surgical facility featuring the latest in robotic technology and minimally invasive surgery just for kids. In partnership with Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School and physicians in the community, new procedure rooms set the stage for the most experienced surgical teams when your child's doctor recommends a procedure, choose the team that leads the region in comprehensive care for children. To learn more, visit bmsch.org. That's bmsch.org, the Center for Advanced Pediatric Surgery at the Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital at RWJ. Kids are the only specialty. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, Peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry right here on WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? That's the name of the show, and that is the problem that many of you have. You've got wrinkles. Wrinkles are uh, kind of the bane of our existence, aren't they? They they show your age, and we're in a society that does not want to show age. We want to look young and good forever, don't we? Well, you know, unfortunately, as we get older, we begin to show those wrinkles, and they kind of sneak up on you, and the more sun exposure you have, by the way, the two things that do accelerate wrinkles are sun exposure, as I just mentioned, and cigarette smoking. So if you smoke, by the way, just turn this program off. It's not worth it. You know, <laughs> because you're killing yourself with cigarette smoke and you're also killing your skin. So uh, if you really care about your appearance, you know, maybe you don't care about your health, but you care about your appearance, please, please stop smoking. And that includes marijuana, which uh, Dr. Mike Roizen told me just this past week. He was my uh, my partner in book writing, and uh, with along with Dr. Oz, he told me every marijuana cigarette is equivalent to four four tobacco cigarettes in terms of the toxins and carcinogens. It's one of the things that hasn't gotten out there uh, for those states that are uh, trying to legalize it. But we won't get on my soapbox here. I'll talk about wrinkles, and uh, wrinkles are what so many of us have. And so my field, plastic surgery, has really changed over the last decade or so. We've gone from a knife-based field, how's that, to a needle-based field or a laser-based field or a machine-based field. You know, we really have, and so much of what I do now is not in the operating room. Yes, I spend two days a week in the operating room, and I'm operating and doing facelifts and eyelid lifts and things like that. 
and liposuction and breast augmentations and and things of that nature. But the rest of the time, I'm in the office doing the non-invasive procedures. I'm doing things like Botox, which is also called Xeomin and Dysport. They're three different types of this, basically the same chemical. Uh, I'm doing wrinkle fillers, things like uh, Bellotero and Juvederm and Restylane and Radius. Those are the great wrinkle fillers that, that we have in the United States now. And I'm doing things like Althera, which is high-energy-focused ultrasound. It's the first non-invasive thing that can actually lift your jowls and tighten your skin, particularly the skin of the neck and the brow without having to make an incision. These are the non-invasive things and peels. We've really changed in plastic surgery, and we've gone to this this field that intermixes non-invasive things, like what I just talked about, with invasive things. So what are the invasive things? You know, we talk so much about the non-invasive things that we tend to forget about the utility of things like facelifts and eyelid lifts and brow lifts. They are still very useful. And in fact, we are evolving the procedures in plastic surgery. They're also getting less invasive. So I've done a whole bunch of facelifts. It's facelift season in my office. And I've got an office uh, on 57th Street as well as Central New Jersey. And it's facelift season. It really is. We talked about this last week. We're doing you know a couple facelifts a week, which is a fair amount. And the reason it's so popular in the summer is because most of you have a little bit of time to recover. But the fact is the facelift that I am doing now is so different than the one I did 10 years ago. The one I did 10 years ago was a traditional facelift. Uh, And, you know, if you read my book, we talk about the 23 different types of facelifts that are out there. There really are so many different plastic surgeons have different types of facelifts. But the uh, until 10 years ago, most of us did, about 80% of us did a standard facelift, which involved making an incision in the hairline, uh, making an incision in front of the ear, and an incision that curved behind the ear and then went right back into the hairline. And the problem with that facelift is that if you got your hair wet, if you went swimming or wanted to put your hair up in a ponytail or a bun, uh, remember the buns? No one wears those anymore. But uh, if you did want to do that, you would be very self-conscious of your facelift because the scars, particularly the ones behind the ear, were the giveaway that you've had a facelift. So about 10 years ago, facelifts evolved, and they evolved to what we call short scar facelifts. And that's about when I started doing short scar facelifts, and now almost exclusively, it's a rare person. In fact, I can't even think of a person that I would do a an old-fashioned facelift on. I do the short scar facelift, and what that does, it eliminates the scar above the ear, and it eliminates the scar behind the ear, and eliminates all scarring within the hair, and that allows you to wear your hair back in a ponytail. It allows you to go swimming without worrying that your scars are going to be shown or to get wet or have your hair blown or uh, or even really with a, a hairdresser. Yes, it's true that your hairdresser probably, probably will know that you had a facelift. I mean, sometimes they don't because often the scars are so good, <laughs> are so good. However, however, the... Um, Jennifer was just screaming about something there, but uh, the uh, hopefully your hairdresser will not know that you've had a facelift. That's that's the goal. Anyway, the short scar facelifts are uh, are much better in my opinion because one they've got shorter scars, they've got a lot less um, a lot less swelling associated with them because when we don't do when we don't make those incisions in the hair we don't make those incisions uh, back behind the ear we get less swelling less bruising and a faster recovery and honestly after about a week you look 
reasonable after a facelift. Now, no, you're not going to go to a wedding after a week. You're not going to go shopping on your uh, in your neighborhood. If you live in the Upper Upper East Side, maybe you'll go to that Whole Foods in the uh, Upper West Side after a week, but you might wait for two weeks. Well, that's the story with facelifts. It's, uh, it's an evolution of these procedures. And so along with the non-invasive procedures that we do, we're also doing less invasive facelifts. That's a good thing for you. Uh, you know, when are you going to need a facelift? Well, you know, the bands in the neck are the real giveaway. There's no non-invasive treatment for those bands in the neck. There really is no treatment other than surgery. So while we can help wrinkles and while we can help brown spots, while we can even help jowls, if uh, it's the neck that bothers you, if you've got those Catherine Hepburn-type bands, you know, the ones that stretch from the bottom of your chin all the way down almost to your uh, collarbone, well, you're looking at a facelift. And it's not so bad now because uh, these non-invasive or less invasive facelifts uh, are much better than the old ones. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We're going to return after these messages. We've got a guest from Robert Wood Johnson. We're going to talk about something, change gears a little bit. We're going to talk about the executive health program at Robert Wood Johnson, which is something that is so important. If you're interested in your health and your appearance, you're really going to want to stay tuned for this. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be back after these words. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. Robert Wood Johnson Health System is proud to announce that each of our hospitals earned an A grade for patient safety from the prestigious LeapFrog Group. Our New Brunswick, Hamilton, and Rahway locations were all awarded the highest possible safety score, which recognizes hospitals that excel in creating the safest possible environment for patients. RWJ is the only multi-hospital health system in the region to have all of its members record the success. And we remain committed to setting the standard for patient care. Because when it comes to patient safety, Robert Wood Johnson knows the score. To learn more about the Robert Wood Johnson Health System and what this A-grade means for you, visit www.rwjhealthsystem.org. That's rwjhealthsystem.org. RWJ. The right hospital means everything. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. 
My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry right here on WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back, and this is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is WABC's What's Your Wrinkle? So probably the majority of my listening audience is sitting in their car right now. You're, you're, you're seeing my great billboard as you enter the Lincoln Tunnel, I hope, and you're, uh, you're coming into Manhattan to eat a great dinner, but you're sitting, you're sitting, and is that really good for you? Well, we've got Dr. Michael Steinberg on the uh, air. He is the medical director of the Executive Health Program at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Dr. Steinberg, are you there? I am here. Thank you very much. Well, thanks so much for coming on. We had you on the air a while back, and you're a great guest, so uh, we invited you back again. Now, a recent study concluded that excessive sitting is harmful to your health, and uh, people were talking about it last week. So now the question is, is that really true, Dr. Steinberg? Yeah, this recent study was was quite a shock for many of us. I mean, we all know that uh, sedentary lifestyle is not good for us. We mostly worry about a lot of chronic diseases like heart disease, um, obesity. But in fact, since most of us spend a lot of our day sitting behind a desk at a computer or in a car, um, it's interesting to know that some of the health effects from that excess sitting can actually be pretty acute, including uh, circulatory problems, blood clot formation, and even things like cognitive problems like dementia can be related to uh, excess sitting uh, throughout the day. Wow, that, that's interesting. You know, I always complain when I'm in the operating room doing uh, procedures that last four or five hours that I'm standing up. I, I feel a little better about standing now. Uh, um, I guess I won't try and sit in the operating room. But now, what can someone do to avoid the problem? I mean, should we all be exercising or trying to uh, buy those desks where you, uh, you stand or, or even exercise as you work? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the problem is even, even for those of us who are, who are religious in terms of our exercise and, and we follow the guidelines, we spend 30 or 45 minutes at the gym maybe three, four, five times a week, uh, that, that's great for our cardiovascular health. But if you think about it, think about all the hours that we spend sitting in front of a computer, sitting in front of a television, sitting in our car. Um, the, the time we spend at the gym is just a small fraction of the hours of the week. So even if, even if you're good, even if you're exercising uh, regularly, you should really make an effort to, to add to that activity, even at work. If you're, you, know, you don't have to go to the great lengths of having a, a treadmill put in front of your computer at work, but, but really just kind of getting up, being more active in every situation uh, is going to really improve your health in the long run. All right, so what's your recommendation in terms of how much exercise? Let's, let's break it down. By the day or even by the hour, what percentage of the hour should you be moving around? Yeah, I think, I think if you have the kind of job where you're sitting at a desk or sedentary or sitting in a car for long periods of time, you should really think about breaking the day up into, into hour segments. And, and for every hour that you're going to be sitting, you should really try to get up and walk around at least for 5 to 10 minutes out of that hour. So if you're at your desk, every hour that goes by, get up, go for a walk, take a break, 
uh, for five or ten minutes. If you're going to be sitting at home watching TV, try to get up and be more active. During the commercials, walk around, walk around your living room. If you're doing housework, you know, you want to be as active as possible. Maybe you can combine the two, get some things done around the house while you're watching TV. So, so the real important thing is to, is to not sit for long periods of time. If you do have a long commute, like many of your listeners do, uh, try to stop you know, in between, break up that commute, get out of your car, walk around for five minutes, keep the circulation going. Um, you know, every little bit adds up. It's like investing for retirement. You know, a little bit every day really does have a cumulative effect on your health so that for that, those ten minutes you're up and about instead of sitting for a straight hour, it's really going to improve your, your overall well-being. All right, and that's such important advice. Now, you're the uh, the medical director of the executive health program at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, uh, and so I wanted to ask you now, tell me about this program. What's so special about the executive health program that, let's say, people can't get at their local doctor's office? Right, so you can you can imagine that these, these kind of issues really face our, our patients uh, on a daily basis. We have patients who spend a lot of time in the office, spend a lot of time at the computer, in meetings all day, and they're sitting for much of the day. So... Uh, we've tried to incorporate this into our program. The program really uh, is, is based here at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital in New Brunswick. It offers a comprehensive uh, preventive plan that includes all of the important examinations, history taking, and studies that someone might want to have um, on a regular basis. So we'll, see, we'll try to get three months' worth of testing and medical consultations in one day within a five-hour period so that people come in early in the morning, they visit with the nurses, with the physicians here, they get all types of preventive testing and receive their results in the same day and are able to answer, ask all the questions they want, have all their questions answered, and leave there with a recommendation and a treatment plan for their preventive health. And that's terrific. I'm going to give out the number of the Robert Wood Johnson Executive Health Program. It's 800 800- 439-5012. That's 800-439-5012. So uh, give a call. This is your opportunity. If you're very, very busy, you can devote one day to your health. This is the day. And you call and see Dr. Steinberg or one of his associates there. Thank you so much for taking time on this Saturday evening, Dr. Steinberg. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle on WABC. We'll be back next week at 6 p.m. So save those phone calls. And once again, for the Executive Health Program, 800-439-5012. We'll see you all next week.